February 7th of 2016, Carrie vanished without a trace. Two years later, she's never been heard from again. My mom was missing. And I told her, I said, what do you mean, missing? What happened to this soft-spoken mother who picked up and left everyone she loved to find love? 46-year-old Carrie Jones hasn't been seen or heard from in 11 days. She heard fighting the night Jones disappeared. It is starting to look like it is not your typical missing persons case. This is Where's Carrie, brought to you by Action News Jax. I'm Bridget Matter, a reporter with Action News Jax, investigating the disappearance of Carrie Jones. It's been two years since anyone last saw Carrie in Jacksonville, Florida. Her son, AJ, has grown increasingly frustrated with little answers in his mother's case. I can't even get a hold of them, the homicide people in Jacksonville, Florida. They, they don't answer my phone calls no more. The case is cold, her whereabouts are unknown, she essentially vanished, and he just wants to know what happened to her. In talking with her son, I was learning more about the missing 46-year-old. She was deaf, she loved her kids and grandchildren, and she was a simple woman looking for love. And it was the little things that Carrie valued. The main thing she always talked about was that orange orange tree they had right there in the front yard. She, she, was, she was just fascinated about it. Never seen an you know, orange tree grow like it did. She moved from her home in Alabama for a man she met online, Nick Kelly, who is not a suspect in this case. The two met on a dating website. They'd never met in person. A month before her disappearance, Carrie's son AJ said the two began fighting. In the last episode, I explained Carrie didn't show up for work after getting into a fight with her boyfriend, Nick Kelly. While Carrie didn't show up for her shift at a Bell's clothing store, her 1996 tan Toyota Corolla somehow ended up in her work parking lot, despite surveillance video showing Carrie leaving 48 hours before. And since then, there's been little to no new developments in this case. So everything's been silent for almost two years now. Pretty much, like, like it's just case never exists, and she never exists. It's just like they they just don't care no more. The last time AJ was in Florida was to meet with the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. He and officers went to Carrie's work parking lot where Carrie's car was. Surveillance cameras caught Carrie leaving her work the afternoon of February 7, 2016. Her car was discovered in her work parking lot two days later. According to the police report, there was no video of her car coming back into the parking lot. AJ immediately noticed something very wrong while looking inside his mother's car. I went down there, and I got in the car, and I know it, she didn't drive it there. Because my mom, the seats, put the way my mom drives it, the seats is all the way to the steering wheel. I can't get in. I'm six foot two. My mom's only five foot. And I, when I get in it, I have to be able to pull the seat back. With the seats already pulled back halfway. So I know it wouldn't hurt driving the car there. AJ doesn't believe his mother drove the car to the Bell's parking lot. We spent a lot of time talking about the car and how it was handled by police, according to AJ. He explained to me he had to call a locksmith to have the car unlocked. 
He then looked in the car, and he says it was released to him. Did police say you can take the car? Yeah. They, she released it to me. So I asked them about it, and I asked them if they going to tow it whatever. They said, no, there's nothing in here for us. You take it home with you. Really? Yeah. They, they got me looked through the car. The, the officer, she said, I, told me to open the door because I asked her if they looked through it yet. She said, no, Mr. Jones, we were waiting on you to get here. And uh, I said, okay. She said, well, open the car. So I opened the car. She said, well, you see her purse or anything in there? I said, well, most of the time she don't carry a purse. She always got her wallet. But she said, well, just go ahead and look through the open the glove part and all that. She asked me to open the trunk. I opened the trunk. She asked me if there was anything in the trunk. I told her, no, there ain't nothing in the trunk. Closed it. She said, well, you can have the car back. That all seems strange, so I asked the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office directly if this was true. Did they release a missing woman's car to her son right away instead of taking it in for evidence? This was their response. Originally, it was not being investigated as a missing person's case with foul play. We can't place a hold on a vehicle or take someone's vehicle if we do not have cause to do so. As information developed, the investigation progressed and we had cause to process the vehicle. Steps were taken to contact out-of-state authorities to assist us with that. I decided to bring this information to our legal expert, Dale Carson. He's currently an attorney in Jacksonville and a former FBI agent. Ma'am. Hi, Dale. How are you, here? Good, how are you? I'm good. Just eating some dinner. I asked him about the sheriff's office not taking in Carrie's car. JSO told me in an email, they said that at the time the car was released, it was not a missing persons case with foul play and that they couldn't put a hold on the car. Well, they could put a hold on the car. That's ridiculous. Evidence can be lost. For example, if there are hairs or fibers on the exterior of the car, then they will certainly be gone. If there are hairs or fibers on the seats where people sit or on the steering wheel, uh, then, of course, uh, all of that can go missing. Anytime you lose something as part of a crime scene, you, you run the risk of destroying evidence that can never be recollected. And more importantly, you lost the chain of custody because, you know, other things can get in the car. Car's there. She's not. The boyfriend who was with her last reports are missing. Something's wrong, right? Well, that's what investigators are supposed to do. They're supposed to investigate. And if you think there's something squirrely going on, and it's incumbent for you to take the most critical piece of evidence, which is her car, and you can see her leaving in it, and then the car gets brought back, I mean, how did that happen? Something is bad wrong. Particularly if there's a good relationship between mother and son, and she never, she is never known to refuse his calls, as an example, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden she's not picking up the phone, there's a problem. And this was not the end of the car. 
AJ says a week later he was unexpectedly contacted again by police about the car. They got our my sheriff's department down here, Sinclair County in Alabama, to come and tow the car to Sinclair County. Uh, their uh, place where they, you know, search cars and all that. Essentially, the vehicle police went through was not in the same condition that it was in when it was found in Carrie's work parking lot, obviously, since her son drove it almost 500 miles back to Alabama. AJ and his kids had been inside the car. For all we know, the car could have been a crime scene. They came down to the house, to my house, and they swiped me, my kids, my wife, and then they had swiped my dad because my dad went with me down there. Now, A.J. says the car is still sitting outside his house, and he didn't hear of anything significant being found inside. Surveillance cameras here at Bell's caught someone. I went back and looked at news reports shortly after Carrie disappeared, looking for more clues I may have missed when talking to A.J. I found Action News Jack's reported surveillance video captured a male figure riding a bike away from the area Carrie's car was parked. That video has never been released to the public. AJ says he only knows what the police have told him about that video. What I know about the video, it was brought down there that Thursday night by some type of male figure. So, and then, you know, they said they see, they don't see it going out, but they see somebody riding away from it from a bike. Could this person simply be someone passing by? Or could this person know something more? A male figure on a bicycle. I called the Bell store to talk to the manager listed on the report. She didn't answer. There are no named suspects in Carrie's case. Her boyfriend was one of the last people to see her. What we know is the couple fought about something on Facebook. I scoured social media and found Carrie and Nick were no longer friends on Facebook. Weird. Maybe they unfriended each other after the fight, before she disappeared. AJ's friends with Kelly on Facebook, but they apparently don't talk. So after she disappeared, did you and Nick Kelly talk at all? Nope. They started blocking me for Facebook. And, you know, blocking me, deleting me off Facebook. Won't answer my phone calls. Won't answer my text message. Or nothing. If you go to Carrie's page today, missing adult flyers and messages from friends longing for her have filled up her timeline. There are photos of her with her kids, her grandchildren, photos with Nick Kelly at the beach a week before she disappeared. On January 16th, she posted smiling photos with Kelly on what I'm assuming was their couch. Less than a month later, she would be gone. On Nick Kelly's Facebook page, it shows him fishing, and it says he was a former Navy sailor from Virginia. Could there have been more going on behind those happy social media photos? One post suggests so. Nick Kelly wrote a lengthy Facebook post after Carrie went missing addressing her disappearance. Kelly made claims the last time he saw Carrie Carrie hit him in the head with a heavy coffee cup. He regained consciousness the next morning in a pool of blood, and Carrie was gone. About a week after Carrie disappeared, a new police report was filed by Nick Kelly. 
a domestic violence report against Carrie Jones. In that second report, new evidence surfaced. It indicates there was blood, broken glass, and a bloody paper towel, the towel collected by police. I asked the sheriff's office if they were able to determine whose blood it belonged to. Their response? The investigation is active and ongoing. Specific details are not released on active investigations. If new information is to be released, it will be sent to everyone in a news release. Next on Where's Carrie? The 911 call made to report Carrie missing. Um, my girlfriend uh, took off Sunday and her job has called me and said that her car is in the parking lot and I'm freaking out. I, I don't know what, what happened. You want to report her missing? Yeah, yeah. Do you suspect foul play? Where's Carrie is edited by Jesse Pope. Music by Ethan Head and Action News Jacks. This podcast is brought to you by Action News Jacks. Until next time, I'm Bridget Matter.